right. Oh, hey, I'm Jim. And I'm Charlie. And it's a week too late to talk about Ms. Marvel. Woohoo! And uh, it, we may sound a little bit different today. Uh, and that is because um, we're actually live next to each other. In the same room. In the same exact room. But with one microphone between us. Yeah. Two guys, one mic. Oh. Ooh. That's <laughs> okay. Well, you know, maybe not the best introduction, but uh, we're excited uh, to be able to uh, bring this episode to you uh, while we're, you know, breathing the same air in these COVID times. Yeah. And depending upon Mike's consensuality, look what happens next. Mike is in microphone. Oh, oh, yeah. We did only have one of those. Right. Yes. My trusty uh, blue Yeti microphone to be exact so where it was a suppository (laughs) yikes (laughs) um so yeah so before we get into the miss marvel stuff uh you know we 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 wanted to sort of talk a little bit uh more about um uh some just little tidbits of like some obi-wan stuff yeah Um, a little pop culture factlets that have popped up over the past couple weeks yeah yeah so uh why don't don't you uh hit us up with one all right well how about um ezra riller is a disaster of a human being ezra miller is a disaster of a human being they seem to be quite the menace right 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 Um, so uh at first i thought it was just like drunken shenanigans and then like all right maybe they've just gone full tilt diva Mm. and then it's like Oh, this is some David Koresh shit. Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> right, like, right. Was well, he like they have, they have a farm in Florida? Oh, I thought okay, it was Florida. I thought oh, it was Florida. Hawaii or something like that. No, no, it's not. It's actually not Florida. It's Vermont. Vermont. Oh, Vermont. that's dangerously close to where we are. Yeah, it's the Florida of the South of the North, man. You gotta be careful. <laughs> I don't. Know. Vermont's beautiful. Mm. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, they have a farm up Vermont. Mm. And I guess they were trying to talk like, you know, doing the whole thing like, oh, you're a really mature kid. You should stick yeah. with me instead of you. Yeah. So the whole grooming thing. The whole grooming thing. That yeah. is very, very uncomfortable. And just, and then like just random fist fights with people and stuff. It's just like, they're, they need all the therapy. And- right. Yeah. I saw somebody had a, a, a TikTok that they shared. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was trying to take like a video selfie. Mm-hmm. with Ezra Miller and Ezra was just like jabbering on like you know that you should give people two options you know I can just you know kind of pose or I can you know just you know fucking knock him out yeah. and he's just like and the, and, and the guy taking the TikTok was just like what and that's where the TikTok ended yeah. but like that's that's some batshit stuff there that's good that would be good for like uh scenes that end too soon it's like Sopranos smash cut to black it's just like flash punch <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 crazy thing is though warner brothers is apparently sticking with him as the flash like the like obviously they've they've invested all this money into uh into the show and not the show but the well uh, the show but the ezra miller movie yeah. uh they've invested a lot into that um they put a lot of creative into that they want to put it out but i also read a story that they will continue with him as the flash going forward in other projects what i know that's that's ridiculous now. This I know. person should not. This person should be in a mental health facility and not around anybody else. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. But that, so yeah, so 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 Ezra Miller 
is um, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Absolute Looney Tunes. And a, and a dick. Uh, yeah. The, uh, like beyond being just out there, they are a dick. Super dick. <laughs> Um, let, let, let's 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 flip flop a little bit here and, okay. and and go towards uh some more like Obi Wan stuff. Uh, okay. you, you were telling me that uh, there might oh, be for, yeah. for those in the New England area, there might be like yes, something the McGregor uh, to to? is coming to Boston. The what? Uh, the McGregor. Oh, the McGregor. I thought the MacGyver, yeah, like the what? McGregor. No, no confirmation <laughs> on MacGyver yet. Calm down, Stargate fans. Uh, Star Wars fans, you're up. <laughs> as you have been for about 40 years but so fan expo fan expo boston mm. getting you and mcgregor this year wow now sometimes what happens is is a lot of these things get overall st- big stars mm-hmm. and then they'll cancel like you for know, one reason or another before mm. yeah so it's like uh so like so measure always, your expectations I always think with a grain of salt fan mm. expo is a pretty big show and they do a good job mm-hmm. um so, but I'm just saying, yeah, lower your expectations. Okay. The worst was a, a couple of years ago when uh, Rugger Howard died. And, oh, uh, was he promoted? Yeah. And As like a... Mark had this beautiful Blade Runner poster forever. Oh. He's like, I can't wait. Can't wait. Mm. Gonna get it this... Mark being a friend of the show. Yes. Friend of the show, Mark Butler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He's so bummed. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Fan Expo really couldn't help that unless they promoted no. it after the uh, unless they promoted him as being there after he died. Yeah, no, that, that would be, that's that's really dark in this case. Very, very that that would be like okay, you know what? Never doing a Fan Expo can, again. Can but. you weekend at Bernie's? Him? Are you asking what I think you're asking? <laughs> can you create a series of pulleys yes. to reanimate the body of Rutger Hauer? <laughs> to mark tears in your just a scribble you even had somebody do a voice poorly at that that didn't even sound like him Jerry this shouldn't have been attempted <laughs> just tell them the truth <laughs> it's all over the news anyway what do you think we're trying to pull here I think we just started the script for the Weekend at Bernie's reboot. <laughs> Weekend at Rutgers. Weekend at Rutgers. Oh, God. <laughs> That'd be great. Because <laughs> we'd play the intern part. So we're like, oh my God, it's the coat from Blade Runner. <laughs> oh, man. Jack, it's wrong, Batty's coat, gang. <laughs> starting to smell. <laughs> it's musty. It's a musty. Oh Must boy, see, it's a it's a Rutgery hour in here. <laughs> oh, man. oh goodness! R.I.P. Rutger. R.I.P. Rutger Hauer. <laughs> um, so uh, Ms. Marvel. Well, actually, before we get into Ms. Marvel, I have some thoughts on Stranger Things four, which uh, uh, just wrapped up. I know you yeah. have you're behind. Uh, it's so good. Spoiler free. Okay. Spoiler free. I won't. I won't be spoiling anything. Uh, like, not. Have you seen trailers for it at the very least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I won't be revealing anything that's not in any of the trailers or anything like that. Yeah. Um. But like, this is kind of good because from an outside point of view, I actually have some like teaser questions that I want to. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. So, so like, for, for for like, so, um, the 
volume two of, of, of season four of Stranger Things has dropped to just mammoth episodes. Um, so they, they had, I think, six or seven episodes in volume one. They were, you know, kind of traditional length, um, like about an hour. Some were a little bit longer than an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. But the last two episodes, which they considered volume two, was, I think, a total of about four hours. Okay. Um, so, so they two, were like watching. So yeah, it was it, pretty much. Yeah. It was almost like watching two movies. Um, Why wouldn't you just break them into four? Um, was it just the flow of the story? Yeah. It was like the flow of the story, like in order to really like service all the characters, yeah. it, it, it didn't make sense to sort of like break things up uh, the way things were going. Um, so uh, you know, just like in previous seasons, like, you know, ca- characters are kind of like scattered all over. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but, um, so I really, really enjoy like, so season three of stranger things, I was like, okay, I'm really like, by the time I got through it, it was just like, okay, I kind of watched this because I felt obligated to, yeah. uh, because I'm already invested in the characters and it had some great moments in it yeah. and stuff like that. But I really like season four from beginning to end, like I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like from beginning to end. And, and, you know, we talked about this earlier uh, before we started recording, but it was, I mean, it could definitely have been, you know, the wait between season three and season four was just long enough for me to miss it. Right. Um, But I also kind of feel like objectively, even taking that out of consideration, like it was, it was just like an objectively good season of television. It was really good. Like everybody had like, Everybody had something to do. Everybody had a plot line of some sort. Um, and, and I mean, visual effects, of course, were just fantastic. Mm-hmm. There, when, you get to, when you get to season four, you are going to absolutely love a particular aspect of this. Okay. Because um, it is maybe 99% not CG. Oh, wow um like uh, like and and when you get to it like when you get to it like i I want to talk to you about it because you i think you're really gonna love it i think you're really gonna love it all right i'm i'm enjoying it i gotta get through season three first yeah yeah how far into season three are you no no no. i oh okay so you've seen season season one and two okay 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 Um, so yeah and i and i think um despite some family trauma that like anything dealing with kids. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But um, on the other side of that too, I think because season two ended on a pretty good, happy note Mm -hmm. for everybody except for poor little Will. Mm. But um, you know, it's just with the kids at the dance and everything. And yeah, and it was like, oh, okay. Like they could have, like if they, if they canceled Stranger Things for something, that would have been a great, yeah. 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 Suck. They only got two seasons, but right. Yeah. Um, so I felt like pretty satisfied where I was. And then by the time season three came around, it was just like, sure. oh, no, I can't yeah, that. no, I get you. I get you. Um, but something like that is, is something I miss. It's just, uh, you know, it's funny is I'm, I'm trying to just sit down and watch more movies for the sake of watching a movie. Mm. Like I think for too, far too often, we kind of take it all for granted and just put it on while we're cleaning or doing the dishes mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, like um, I've 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 put together like furniture with, yeah. with with a movie playing in the background. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. drawing or sewing or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it's um 
but yeah, so I've just been trying to more and more just watch, uh, you know, just watch a movie for the sake of watching. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like you're like you're always like, oh god, this thing's like two hours. <laughs> but then you're like, oh well, I'll. But I'd sit here on a Sunday and watch eight hours of the show. Oh, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like, I feel like that. That reminds me of a meme I've seen recently. It's like, would you like to sit down and watch an eight-hour movie? No. Would you like to binge watch this TV series, all eight episodes? Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Like, but for some reason, like two hours is a right. Sure. It's like a daunting uh, uh, proposition. I think as the TV show, um, TV in general, kind of gave us, you know, growing up when when, when TV was on television and not computer. <laughs> And uh, not something these, you get from the internet. They had these advertisements in between the TV shows called commercials. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that was how they paid for stuff. Right. You know, it's funny, like um, Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds, uh-huh. like they still like have cuts in between scenes where you'd expect there uh, 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 to be a, um, a commercial. The reason for that is if you still get to a point where if you get a hundred episodes, yeah. you get into syndication. Oh, so if you get right. bought up, you want to have the space mm. so they can put the commercials. In. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I also think like maybe for if, if you're watching it on, like, I don't know if Paramount Plus has like an ad supported version, but if they did, uh, like yeah, obviously that's where they, they, they yeah. that sort of thing. That yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, and especially Paramount Plus too, because they you can find uh, they have a Pluto channel. Pluto is a free TV app. Oh yeah, that's where I was watching G Four before it yeah. finally became available has, on YouTube TV. Has a lot of good uh, old shows from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Mystery Science Theater three thousand fan, great place to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but even um, even when Misty uh, went back to Netflix, they had spots where the commercial bumps would go in because oh. they owned it. So they knew if Netflix like let them out, which fortunately they eventually did. Yeah. Um, they'd still have spots. To right. Yeah. And that actually reminds me, you were talking about mystery science theater. Um, so I have a Samsung TV. Okay. Um, and uh, they have like, you know, Samsung television, which has a whole bunch of like, TV channels I'd like never heard of. Yeah. Um, like uh, the Young Turks, which is like a very, news. very yeah. liberal news uh, channel, but it also has a Rift Tracks channel. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, oh my God, Rift Tracks. And, and I must have, I, uh, the last time I watched Samsung TV, I must have left it on Rift Tracks because every time like I, I exit out of an app on mm-hmm. my Samsung TV, it automatically like switches to Samsung television to the Rift Tracks channel. <laughs> so I'm just like, damn it, I really need to sit down and watch more of this. This is wrong, guys. Um, <laughs> we were talking earlier today and uh, about how much I miss the 90s and how much I don't have to worry about that anymore because mm-hmm. both MST3K and, right. the, and uh, Kids of the Hall have new episodes. Right. So I'm just like, <laughs> Uh, one of the MST3K's things they did was they, they basically started their own channel. Yeah, the Gizmo Flex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's cool because it's, it's like a good mix of stuff. But the mm. new movies, uh, they're able to pick a really fun. And they picked an interesting one. What's that? Uh, it was called Dr. Mordred. Mordred, okay. Yeah. And what it was, was there was a... Do you remember in the 80s when... Uh, like or in the 90s when the puppet master movies came out yeah like yeah yeah we got really into horror like the, oh yeah like every 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 weekend, yeah. weekend we would sit down and watch 
some, uh, like Army of Darkness or something. Oh, like that. Pumpkinhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. those ones uh, were were Full Moon pictures. Oh, yes, yes. And Full Moon was kind of like a Roger Corman type of like they delivered like schlocky horror movies. Right, that yeah. were fun. Very low budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, so Marvel at the end of the eighties had hit a kind of deal with them to make a Doctor Strange movie. Oh no! And then the rights kind of evaporated as they were starting to make it. Mm-hmm. And then so Marvel got back the rights and they're like, yeah, you know what? We saw the puppet stuff. We're, we're good. <laughs> and uh, so Full Moon said, fuck it, we'll make it anyway. <laughs> so if you if you want, like, remember the early 2000s when there was a big thing with uh, with uh, the fake movies, like instead of Transformers, there was Transmorphers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Pacific Atlantic Rim, Atlantic Rim. Rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> movies to basically trick your grandmother into right. buying the wrong thing for you for Christmas. <laughs> I never, I never understood how much money could possibly be in that. Like how much confused grand money cat, confused granny cash out there. Yeah, like a friggin', you know, Asylum. Uh, they yeah. they made a ton of of, they of have movies their own like that. On Pluto, too. Do they? Oh god, it's, oh just, it's god. just a lot of crap. It's kind of funny because you watch the Asylum channel. It and sounds like Pluto is a gold mine. Oh my god, it really is. Because <laughs> you click two up, and the riff tracks guys are making fun of the same movie that's on Asylum. <laughs> oh, that's priceless. So that is so uh, good. Yeah, Doctor Mordred, uh, starring uh, oh, I forget who the actor is. It's the same dude from uh, uh, Reanimator, Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Oh as... my God! You should have you should have led with that. I I'm sorry. I'm sold. I completely forgot about it until I got to like oh yeah wait a minute I remember the, I remember something we could talk. He's about. easily the best part of everything he's in. Frighteners, uh, Deep Space Nine. Come yeah. on. Nope, Jeffrey Combs. He, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to see Dr. Jeffrey Combs in like wish.com, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Strange. <laughs> oh, that's right. How's and this doctor? He's a little weird. He's a little, oh, yeah. It's kind of on footing. Uh, just to backtrack a little bit here, when I said he makes Deep Space Nine better, that's not to say that Deep Space Nine is bad. I love Deep Space Nine, but I just want to put that out there. That he was that, that was just one of the first things that came to mind when I thought of what else has he been in aside from reanimator. <laughs> so it is oh that's incredible. Yeah, it's a tough watch, man. Mm. Oh, I'm sure, but oh my I'm God. sure it's a great watch with MST. Oh, and the well, the villain is like just this generic, like like I at first I thought it was like just the edge from WWE. <laughs> oh no. With like the big like bright hard sunglasses like, like an outcast like, from the brood look like a 90s drawing from like something from like spirits of vengeance or something okay. it looked like it looked like the third ghost rider they created that month or whatever oh, like, no. spiky mcmullet face <laughs> i have 72 abs oh my god yeah Oh man. Oh yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. That yeah. might, that might be worth the subscription to Gizmoplex alone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. I, uh, I love it there and they've done some shorts and they kind of spread, uh, the host around too, so they can make more. Oh yeah. So there's Jonah. So it's Jonah and Mike. And no, Emily, who's a new person who oh. they took from the she was on the the road show, like the live show. Oh, okay. And then, as one of the Kickstarter rewards was, they brought Joel back. Oh, classic! So. Oh, that's great. Okay, all right. You, I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's, <laughs> it's pretty good. But oh, yeah, fantastic. So Doctor Doctor Mort. 
I Doc- want to say Mordred. Mordred. Yeah. Mm, so I okay. thought it was like Dr. Morbid, and I don't think it was that simple. <laughs> it's Morbid time. It's Morbid time. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. We got to talk about Morbius. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> because it's just so, it's so hilarious what happened. So Morbius starring Jared Leto comes out. Not a cult leader. Not a cult leader. So he says. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it's bad. It's from all, all from everything that I've heard, all indications, it is bad. It did poorly in the box office. It did poorly with the critical reception. I'll but, probably like it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but it, it was supposed to be part of this, like, of, of Sony's extended, you know, Spider-Verse without having Spider-Man in it. Um, you know, the, something that they're starting with uh, uh, Venom. They've had two Venom movies of varying successes. Um and, uh, and they were trying to do the same thing with this, with Morbius to like, keep that going. Like they even, I haven't, again, I haven't seen it, but I've seen that because of the, you know, wibbly wobbly, mm-hmm. you know, multiversey thing that happened with uh, No Way Home, um, Spider-Man No Way Home, the MCU film, somehow Vulture ends up in the Sony-verse and he, when one of the post-credit scenes for Morbius, yeah. he like says, you know, we should team up or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but, but, you know, lines delivered by Michael Keaton. So I'm sure it was, you know, probably the best acting in the entire movie. Um, but it did so poorly. Um, and people started like, it, it became an internet meme yeah. about people like ironically uh, saying, um that uh, you know, oh, Morbius was was an instant classic. You don't know, you know, you're not intelligent enough, or whatever. But like Sony was like, all right, you know, it seems like it's getting a new life on the internet. Let's let's put it out again. You know, let's let's put it back out in the theaters. See what happens. Yeah, these kids seem like they have a real passion for it. <laughs> right. But it's just it's a prime example of of executives not knowing what the public actually wants, not recognizing when they are being trolled. Yeah. And investing money in advertising and distribution to put something out again. And once again, it falls flat on its face and flops. Yeah. <laughs> it comes and it comes out. And you were telling me when we were talking about this earlier that like, was there like something oh, else? Like some, now there's an email campaign? Yeah, there's an email campaign. <laughs> like, thousands of people aside. That's like, dear Sony, we were all very busy. We're so sorry. Please do it one more time. We swear we'll be there. We want it to be Morbid Time so bad. <laughs> I don't think he actually says it's Morbid Time. Does, I don't think he but does. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if they hired Leto to come back in for like extra scenes. <laughs> this is a society and it's Morbid Time. Oh, man. And that's all you get because that's all you want. <laughs> So somebody, bros. I, I don't, this, this couldn't possibly be actual footage, but I did again on TikTok. I do spend way more time on TikTok than someone my age should. Um, but fortunately the algorithm is only showing me things that are appropriate for me. Um, but, uh, and it's all like pop culture stuff. Yeah. But, um, but it, it may very well have been a doctored video because it seemed like it because his mouth wasn't, it didn't look like his mouth was actually saying it, but somebody like dubbed, it's Morbin time. Oh, <laughs> like doing something super serious as Morbius. And he's like kind of looking up with his like Morbius eyes and his mouth moves, but 
you know, it's I'm like, oh, imagine if they actually did have him come back to redub that. It's Morbin time. Yeah, what happened to the bad lip reading guys? Like, where'd they go? They're still around. Yeah, I feel like they're all over the. They were like all over it five years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't been to their page in months. But the last time I saw, I do want a new bushels of love. Yeah, or a seagull. Stop it now. But um, we it still gets regular seagull. Stop it now. Still gets uh, rotation in the Walsh household. I'll have you know. Um, but uh, the last thing that I saw from them was at the end of the uh, football season and uh, they had done a bad lip reading NFL 2022 edition, okay. which is, which is, it's those always, ones are really those, are all, yeah. those are always funny, <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, he's got to do some more Star Wars stuff. He's got to. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if he ever did any with the sequel trilogy. I don't know. But I mean, you know, we've got so much more now. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there was one. There had to have been one with BB-8. Maybe I don't know, but I mean, nothing really came close to seagulls yeah, no. or bushels of love or <laughs> bushes of love, bushes of love, bushes. Of love. Mm. Every day I worry all day. <laughs> I know, like really, you could, you could do like a prequel song to it, right? Come on now. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. That's the hilarious Mor- M- Morbius. 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 Yeah. The living vampire. Morbius, the living vampire. I mean, of. I, I realize that Marvel has the rights to a lot of things, but I mean, Morbius. I kind of feel like, I don't know, like, I, I think that's one that they probably should have left on the shelf for a little while. You know what it is? Is I think you know. I bet if you go out there and find somebody who's read like all like 30 something years of Mobius comics, that mm. there's, there's probably a good story in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's probably somebody who's like saying like, Oh, they should have done this. Yeah. And you really need, you really need people who love a character that much in there doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, you need somebody who at least knows like people need this. Like some, right, yeah. somebody, somebody, this somebody is, out there is a big Morbius fan. Yeah. This is somebody's favorite character. Like pay respect to it. Yeah. Like yeah. treat it with, and just cause like you have all this money, why not make something good? Right. Yeah. I mean like, it, and it's also like casting as well. Like to be honest, like Jared Leto, great actor. I won't take that away from him, but I kind of feel like in a fantastical like comic book movie realm, that's just not his wheelhouse. I feel um, like it's really not his wheelhouse. We keep trying to push him into that one. Um, but because uh, what do you mean? Well, because of Joker, too. Oh, yeah, he sucked his Joker, too. Um, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't, the Joker is such an interesting character because it's like you, you can have such an amazing take on like from so many different angles, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like um, it was way too edge lordy with 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 like the the tattoos on his face. Is that is that what it was? That an edge lord? No, edge lord is someone who's being like edgy for the sake of being like dark and edgy. Oh, oh, okay. You know, so it's sort of like a hot topic. It's just like I'd like to be jerked off to completion. <laughs> Stop right there, Griffin! <laughs> yeah, that's how Joker does it, baby. <laughs> 
Can I just go now, Mr. Joe? Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Don't look at me, bro. <laughs> oh god, no, no. But <laughs> but uh no, I mean for me, like I don't think any variation of the Joker would like sit for tattoos on his face, you know? Like, I, and that's just like a stupid hill for me to die on. But like that, that is a good like he just changes mind every two minutes. Right. Like, he's just like, I'm bored now. <laughs> you know? It's like yeah. it, it, like he would kill the artist halfway through the tattoo, you yeah. know? All while telling a really bad joke. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I I I didn't like his take um, on the Joker, and maybe some of that was colored by the behind the scenes stories that I had heard about him, like you know, uh, leaving used condoms all over the place and dead rats and stuff like that. And it's just like I know he's like you know method and all that shit, but like you you don't need to be method when you're playing the Joker. Uh, you know, maybe you can you can find a good line there, like you know, maybe hang it up at the end of the day. Like, yeah, yeah, right. You you don't need to be terrorizing. You don't need to be terrorizing your cast members throughout the production. Yeah. Um, I mean, how does, how do you, how do you handle like? Did he send Will Smith to find him? Get like that'll get you slapped. <laughs> yeah, he's he slapped people for less. I know. Jesus, <laughs> I ain't gonna do with them. Like Mr. Smith, how are you? Right. Yeah. Oh. Um yeah, I I, I woo. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't recall exactly like who ended up with what. I know Viola Davis wasn't very happy. Like, you don't, I mean, as much as you shouldn't do something to to Will Smith for fear of 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 you know getting slapped, uh you absolutely like Viola Davis to me seems like um, such a strong presence. I feel yeah. like you would just be intimidated beforehand before, before even trying to attempt something. But the fact that she even knows something went on, even if she didn't directly receive something yeah. to me, like that's like principal's office stuff right there. Like, uh, I yeah. feel like someone of like Viola Davis's stature you absolutely should not be pulling that shit with yeah, her. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, she gives off real like middle school principal energy and she right. just lost her last nerve. She's right. Like, you little motherfuckers. Right. Right now, so hard. I, I realize we're going all over the place here, but I actually just saw a trailer for a, um, for a movie um, that is starring Viola Davis. Um, uh, Oh, James Gunn, Suicide Squad three. No, no, no. That's all I want. No, it's 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 not a comic book movie, but it's a it's um. Oh God, what was it called? Um. Oh geez, I want to say it's like the Last Queen or something like that. Mm. Um. Ah, oh, geez. Um. But it it. Uh, hold on a second. I'm gonna see if I could pull it up because, uh, it was a um. Uh, it, it was uh, telling the story of these uh, um, British folk um, trying to colonize um, an African village. As they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, the woman king, the oh. woman king. And so she featured pretty heavily in uh, the trailer. Um, and 
so she's kind of like a a, a warrior mm-hmm. um who sort of leads a kind of like rebellion against these uh these these colonizers so obviously it's a period piece mm-hmm. um but um god damn it's like oh oh it's also got uh, john boyega in it too oh all right I yeah wish. yeah 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 so Didn't. right yeah so so there's there's uh, but um it 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 looks like i mean from a purely um uh, uh superficial level it, it you know it looks badass in terms of like some of the like shots uh shot compositions in the yeah. trailer like there's one spot where she's kind of like rising up mm-hmm. uh out of the brush like all like kind of like secretive and stealthy and stuff oh, like and house. she and she has a bunch of other like female warriors with her nice. and it's just like this really badass looking scene um that uh, so th- like that's definitely something I'm, that i'm that i want to keep an eye on it was almost kind of giving me like um just in terms of like tone uh not tone but like atmosphere like mm. northman vibes Okay. Um, which I haven't seen. I'm gonna. I, I do want to watch really that soon. Good. It does look really Everyone good. Everyone wants to watch this. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's available on Peacock. Well, shirtless scars guards. That shirtless scars guard is yeah. Um, but yeah. So so um, uh, that's that's uh, so that's definitely something that's kind of going to be on my radar once that comes out. Uh, that one just kind of made me realize that there's a uh, there's a movie coming out uh, called Prey that I did not realize was a Predator movie until I watched the trailer. For yep. It. And it's cool because it seems to be a, a, I assume, a North American native tribe. Yeah. Like somewhere back in time. Before, yeah. Before white man came and wrecked everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and aliens come and try to wreck everything. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it looks I think that's going to be on really, Hulu, actually. Really cool. Oh, is it like a show or? Uh, no, it's gonna, It's it's a movie. But they're just putting it on Hulu. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like released oh, at the same Disney time. Owns, does Disney own the Predator? Disney owns the Predator. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Disney owns owns Fox. Yeah, so they yeah. own Alien too. Yeah. So yeah, Prey I believe is going to be coming out on Hulu. I don't know if it's going to be Hulu exclusive or it's going to be released sort of day and date with the theaters. But that's uh really like that that that. To me, that's super cool. Like, let's bring it back because they've already established that predator, the, the the predator race has been on Earth yeah. many times over the course of human history. So let's go far back to where there's very little technology mm. outside of, you know, uh, you know, hand weapons and, yeah. and and maybe some, you know, range weapons with arrows, bows and yeah. arrows and stuff like that. So that'll be really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm excited for it. Um... I think uh, the last time they did something original with the Predator, I thought that was the first AVP. Like, Alien vs. Predator. Oh, yeah. Uh, such a, it, like, I could have directed that movie in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, that thing should have been a WWE, like... Smackdown type. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like, honestly, like... Like, that's what people want to see. They, they want to see... I was, I was these two races they gave us like, alien races rip each other apart they gave us like 10 human characters and i'm like <laughs> i need a third of these like, right. get out of here. i don't need you pesky humans i need far less of these humans and more of this this alien versus predator like that's the name of the movie see two aliens fighting like come on can it also be a little lighter in here please i know they're in case was, was that the one where like the human woman kind of like 
teams with the predator yeah oh okay yeah and they they lifted that from the uh from the comics yeah too. that was portrayed by Sinea lathan i think that was the actress who I think so yeah but yeah that's i mean that that's cool like seeing like okay you know the predator the realizes they're outmatched up, and it's yeah. just like okay he recognizes that this yeah. human woman is kind of badass yeah <clears throat> um but I wish that they, because in the comics, she winds up going with them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's a lot more, um, not the same character. From sure. Movie, but, the, but like the human yeah. in, the, in the comic. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so she actually, I actually have a figure of her with the armor and everything. <sighs> That's a missed opportunity. Yeah, it really was. Like, and again, it was just like, I walked out of there like, what the hell did I just I wonder. I wonder if there was a version of this that they played for test audiences and the test audience didn't like the fact that she left with the predators or something Maybe. like that. But I don't know. Cause, th- or it could have been a note from the stage, you know, a human wouldn't go with predators or whatever. It's like, I mean, what do you know? <laughs> As we've talked about earlier in this, in, in this, in this uh, podcast, executives don't always know what's right with the things that they are. No payrolling. Or sometimes how to do with just the weird things that kids do these days. Right, right, exactly. It's like, um, <laughs> it's like they, they've lost all sense of irony. Children are executives. Or yes, I guess. <laughs> well, no, like, like the, the children are do, doing things ironically and the executives don't realize, oh, they're being ironic. Well, I don't, think, I don't think kids really understand irony. Like, I mean, you don't necessarily have to understand irony to be ironic i know but i think i think there has to be a length of time Mm -hmm. to pass for something Mm -hmm. um like the kids who are getting dressed up in suits and going to the minions movie well i think that's hilariously awesome just as a societal prank right um you know these kids think they're hilarious and they don't really and i don't know why they're hilarious and they don't know why they're hilarious right yeah well they're also like being the victims of trying to one-up the people who are doing things before not the victims, right. but like that's they're guilty of trying to one up things and not really understanding what made something funny in the first place. Yeah. Well, they're and they also grew up like these these kids were babies when the first one came out. Yeah. So by the time this one, like, you know, these are like 14, 15 year olds. Dude. OK, yeah, these yeah. Are, these are these these boys will kiss somebody and that'll be over. <laughs> Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, uh, gentle minions. Hashtag hashtag bring a banana. To the gentle minions. Uh, if you do do that, just be nice. Like yeah. wear your suits, behave like the gentleman you're dressed as. Right. Don't don't wreck it for other people. Yeah. Don't throw bananas. That's that's the thing is that when you take it too far and you start causing, you know, yeah. disruptions or you know, vandalism or causing more work for the people who are you know kind of trying to keep these places you can, in order. You can enhance the fun, <laughs> but you are not the show. Right. Right. Perfect. That is the perfect, uh, 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 not analogy, but the perfect saying, you know, you you enhance it. You're not it. Yeah. Perfect. Look at you. You know, things. So wise. (laughs) Um, all right. So Miss Marvel main feature, main feature, Miss Marvel. Good God. What a well done show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as, as of this recording, the series, uh, this, the season, hasn't concluded yet but um we still wanted to take the opportunity to talk about it because yeah uh we're both really enjoying it Mm. um and 
I feel like I feel like visually it's like it's very it, it's it's unique in a lot of ways. Yeah. Visually. <clears throat> um, also, like kind of story wise, this, like, yeah, we've 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 seen like Spider-Man uh, in the MCU, but, you know, we didn't get his origin story because we've seen Spider-Man's origin story over and over and yeah. over again. So we didn't really need that in the MCU. And he and I guess you can kind of consider the the the. <clears throat> the home trilogy, the homecoming trilogy mm-hmm. as sort of like a coming of age where he like finally gets to the point where, you know, I am my own Spider-Man type of thing. Yeah. But I feel like Ms. Marvel is like a true coming of age story because not only is she coming of age as a teenager, but she's also becoming a superhero all at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's a great, you know, uh, s- superhero stuff has often been used as the allegory for like just growing up mm. uh, as a person, you know, uh, the metaphor for puberty, the high school, the changes you go through at that age. In uh, this, and you know, it's kind of funny cause it's like, you have those, those movies and shows that'll always, that always do it right. No matter what the generation mm-hmm. is like something like, like we're like, your wife and I were talking about breakfast club earlier. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, how have you not seen that movie? That's one of like the most, like that's like gotta be in the top 10 like mm. and you know just one of those movies that like even though the times have changed and maybe even some of the things they're talking about just still the feeling of of living in that point in your life uh you know comes across and when it's done well it's great mm-hmm. when it's done horrible you get things like hello fellow teens <laughs> yeah, right 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 um <laughs> You know, and this is a show that's doing it really, really well. Mm. Um, this is the show. This is a show I'd love for, like, you know, my kid loves it. I love for my nieces to love it. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I think it makes uh, superheroes a lot more ses- accessible to girls right. that age. Yeah. Um, not that girls can't like, you know, regular Marvel heroes right. too, but. Um, and but I this think- is this would be like a good entry point for uh, maybe a teen or a preteen even who, you know, maybe they haven't watched any of the, uh, you know, Iron Man's or Avengers or Thor's or anything like that. Uh, um, But, you know, this is like someone that is on their level in terms of, you know, age, obviously um, mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're kind of going through the same thing that, that a teen would be going through or a preteen would be going through. Um, And, and, um, and, and sort of like kind of introducing them to this world because yeah. uh, 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 Kamala is, is she's a huge Avengers fan. She, yes. She's grown up in a world where, where aliens have invaded earth several times over. Um, she's surrounded by all these superheroes. Like she lives in New York. So she's seen all of these she things happen. In Jersey city. Jer- that's right. Jersey city. Across sorry. Right, 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 right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no offense to to, to uh, our, our listeners in New York. <laughs> um, None taken, dickhead. <laughs> Red Sox suck. Um, but uh, but um, so she's <clears throat> kind of like um, uh, <clears throat> so she's had this like fascination with yeah. the Avengers, especially of course Captain. Uh, Marvel, Marvel, yeah. Uh, Carol Danvers. And, you know, it's like, 
the, the, you know, what kid hasn't like grown up, like th- knowing about superheroes and like even maybe admiring them. Yeah. Um, you know, even though in our world, they aren't necessarily real. Yeah. This is, this is the cool, one of the really cool entry points about the show is that it's, it's like the most heavy duty Marvel fan mm-hmm. in, in the role. Right. Um, so this is the stuff that like, you know, when I was a kid that age, I would dream exactly like stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just like her daydreaming sequences. Yeah. So like, like the, the little animated things uh, and, and the way they use the background and stuff. Um, oh, like for the text exchanges. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they have street signs mm-hmm. and cross neon lines. signs. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny where, where comics are a visual language. Mm. And then, you know, you come around to film and like, OK, well, now they can, you know, TV movies have kind of caught up in the sense where they, we can do anything on demand almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost as soon as you can draw it, you can shoot it. Right. Um, on film, not with a gun. Right. But, uh, but, like they, they've brought sort of like a fresh, like way of depicting things for a long time. Like when you'd see, like just even, I keep going back to like the text messaging stuff. Yeah. Like, in any TV show or movie or anything like that, anytime someone would be texting somebody else, you basically pretty much see the same thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, next to Just the character, you'll see like bubbles, like kind of depicting the, yeah, the, the, the same the way it appears on your phone. Right. And, but with, with, uh, on more than one occasion in Ms. Marvel, they've, um, you know, like we've said, use the background, use uh, the, the, um, uh, you know, signs that are all over the area and, and stuff like that. And, and like, having that not necessarily steal the focus from like what the character happens to be doing, but still like being noticeable enough for you to realize, yeah. Oh, this is the exchange that they're having right now. And it's actually, I went through a, a thing in the second episode where I, I, <clears throat> I sat down to watch it, but I was just like late in the day. And I was just like, uh, so I wasn't really paying attention to this whole scene where I was like, and like Alan April laughed and I was like, wait, what? And I was like, Oh, because I wasn't paying enough attention to read like the stuff behind. Mm. Uh, I, it's the boy character's name, but Bruno, Bruno, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, oh snap, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the cultural representation of this character because she's and she's been around for a while too. I heard a lot of people are like, oh, this is how we're gonna do things now. Like, oh no, Jesus, she's been around for about a decade. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty established fun character that yeah on that point like i do like this this is the second time in recent history where a tv show has taught me about something that i had no idea about whatsoever like i had no idea about like uh the partition um yeah i had no idea something like that occurred I only have knowledge of it because of a different science fiction TV show. Really? Yeah, uh, Doctor Who. Really? Oh. Uh, did you see the one with, uh, it was like the second season with Jody? And No, oh, I, I didn't watch a whole lot of Jody's uh, they, second season. They basically wanted it back in time and they meet Yaz's grandmother. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, hmm. and it's, it's, it's a story that takes place in Pakistan, like oh. on the day of the partition. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and I know like Ms. Marvel like takes you back to partition several times. Uh yes. Uh, through like flashbacks and yeah, no. Um so uh her origins are different than the comics. In mm-hmm. the comics, she is uh an inhuman mm-hmm. 
which uh, long story short, aliens made humans. They also made superhumans called inhumans that when they come in contact with the Terrigen Mist, it gives them their ability. They're sort of like mutants, but like they need a part A to activate. Yeah, if, uh, if, if, if you watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, they do deal with Inhumans in, in that series. And also the guy without a mouth whose head blew out the back was their leader in, <laughs> in Multiverse of Madness. Of Madness yes. What mouth? Um, <laughs> that would like. <laughs> um, but um, the, the first time that I learned about something that I had no clue about, but it was uh, revealed to me by a TV series, mm-hmm. was the Watchmen TV show. Okay. I had no idea about the massacre in Tulsa in 1942. Oh, yeah. I had no idea something like that occurred. Like, I'm watching the scenes happen, and there's, like, you know, planes flying over and, and like, you know, like, just people getting mowed down and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fantastical. I can't, like, this, this, is, this, is, this is crazy. Really and then I found out. It literally actually fucking what? happened. What, what was it like? It, uh, so it was uh, so it was an area in Tulsa known as Black Wall Street, where there was a oh, whole bunch yes, of businesses okay. that were black owned businesses that were super successful. Yeah. Um, and and it was, you know, pretty uh, like well off yeah. uh, sort of neighborhood. And white folk didn't like that. Yeah. And so they decided to do the grandest of of overreactions and slaughter that like hundreds of people died jesus you know and it's like why aren't we learning this sort of thing no i i didn't i i i have heard the stories i when you said black wall street i was like oh okay i yeah. heard about this yeah yeah uh definitely not in school absolutely not like we we shouldn't be learning about this from TV shows about superheroes. Get your shit together, United States of America education system. Thank you. Like to put that boot in the ass to every other system too. Thank you. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so I mean, that got pretty. You know, we got a little serious there, yeah. but I, I get it. So going back to Ms. Marvel. Uh, never knew about the partition, so yeah. definitely learned something there. Um, but I also feel like, um, and and like I've I, I work with with uh, folks um, who are um, you know Pakistani, mm-hmm. um, and one of their concerns prior to um, uh, prior to the show coming out was I hope it like represents the Pakistani American culture mm. um, accurately. Yeah. And by all accounts, by both people that I that, that, that I've worked with and, um, um, you know, chatter that I've seen online, it actually is a pretty good representation cool. of a Pakistani American yeah. family, which I, I guess should happen, considering the people who are behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. the director and the producer and stuff like yeah. that. Um, they are, uh, um, you know, from that community which is important. Like if you're going to be doing a show set in a particular community, the people, a lot of the people that are behind the scenes should, you know, they should be from that particular community. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously like some things, you know, can't really like she Hulk can't be, you know, behind the scenes, you can't be, you know, gamma irradiated lawyers behind the scenes. Obviously that sort of thing can't happen. But if your characters are, 
of a particular nationality or if they are of a particular um, uh, 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 religion. gender, religion or something like that. Like there should like the representation in front of the cameras. That's great. That's fantastic. But there should be that same representation behind the camera so that the stuff in front of the camera is honest and true. And that definitely seems to be the case from everything that I've seen both reading online and, you know, hearing from folks that I work with, that that is the case with Ms. Marvel. Well, that I, and I imagine that like on some points, like you know, I'm sure movies must hire some sort of like, like in addition to like a script supervisor, like maybe a cultural supervisor, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, if they're, if they're serious about the representation, they would, absolutely. Think, yeah, and I think in, <clears throat> in movies these days, especially where everybody can be so vocal at the drop of a hat, you want to make sure you're getting all that stuff right. Right, yeah. Um, and even, the, and you know, I love, I love that uh, we're kind of getting back into exploring other cultures. Mm. In this. Uh, this show made me want to go to a Pakistani wedding so bad. It's <laughs> yes. like so much fun to the bad guy show. <laughs> right. right, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, just like the sense of community that they have. Yeah. And, and, and it also like shows us that like, you know, although, um, although they may be a different culture from a different part of the world, there are a lot of things that they have in common with with that we have in common with their culture like big family gatherings oh yeah you know it, it it's like a lot of the same thing happens you married into a big italian family, i married into so a big italian like, family yeah, so they were right I, I i married into a big italian family and a lot of stuff that i saw in like these big family gatherings in ms marvel i'm like that same exact thing has happened to me yeah, yeah it's just like so it, it it's like well yes there are cultural differences there are also cultural similarities and it's just like and 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 it's great that 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 things like this are in the mainstream so that people can see that sort of thing yeah and then it you know it kind of points out those ways we are more the same than different absolutely the more you know right and we're <laughs> two white men in our 40s talking about this and we can get it so why can't people right you know i mean i like to think that we are high-minded and uh are are open to to other ex, uh experiences and things like that so sure i just call it not being a dick yeah 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 i think that's a pretty good label to put on that mm -hmm. don't be a dick don't be a dick <laughs> <laughs> instead of there's the a, more you know don't be don't a be dick <laughs> just all gray tone though <laughs> yeah gray tone um so yeah so i'm uh, as i've said before i haven't read the um uh uh the kamala khan um ms marvel series or anything like that so i don't know how much of an inspiration they are to, i know that there's a difference in origin but yes. um, I do know that there are some similarities between this mm -hmm. and uh, a particular storyline in uh, the books. Um, but I don't, I like I, coming into this from not knowing much about mm -hmm. um, uh, Kamala Khan. I'm, I'm trying to be very careful to, to, to not say Kamala because I'm so used to saying Kamala Harris, yeah. but I know that that's not like the right pronunciation. Um, so uh so I'm, 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 I'm really I, like, I'm invested. Yeah. Like I'm really interested to see where the series goes. And I'm, I'm, I'm also very interested to see how she fits in, 
in the Marvels, which is the um, Captain Marvel sequel movie. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how she fits into that because I know she's going to be in that yeah. as well as um, Monica, Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. Yeah. So very interested. Um, yeah. The, the interesting about Kamala too is that when she kind of came out, she was kind of a big hit right off the bat. Mm. And because uh, girls had kind of eaten up Spider-Gwen and stuff. And mm-hmm. People were ready for like, you know, some more different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that same approach where she was a young, like, real fan kind of struck a chord with 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 comic fans right. too uh the artwork on the first uh series was really beautiful mm-hmm. uh it had a really light like uh like pencil illustration style not a lot of like dark blacks anywhere. Mm-hmm. um but a lot of fun and really faithful to the the first arc as far as it can be with well admitting the human stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah the parents are pretty much straight out of the comic like uh, her brother the same way it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 been a really fun one she gets involved in the avengers stuff really quick so i'm, okay. I'm wondering what they're going to do and how important like she is going to be along the way because mm. it's i would it's, love an avengers cameo in this <laughs> i'm really feeling like they've been they've kind of been setting everybody up for a young avengers for the longest time yeah yeah i, and, I feel like that too and i think because what they could do is uh you know just put Kamala in there because there was there was like the young avengers and then a couple years ago there was a team called uh the champions mm-hmm. which was kamala miles morales mm. uh nova who was a, a young nova but mm-hmm. not the richard uh i forget that guy's name uh hulk uh but it was the Artemis cho hulk okay uh, so it was another team of kids and like oh, a couple of them had been on the Avengers and then they were like, you know what? Adults are just screwed up. We're going to do it ourselves. <laughs> and they literally just left and formed the champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really fun team. So I think they're going to mind the young Avengers and the champions together. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Cause it also seems like they're, they're making like a Thunderbolts too. Yes, definitely. Cause yeah, you definitely, you already have all of the first incarnation of the young Avengers mm. ready. And then, yeah, yeah, the Thunderbolts, I think. <sighs> the the thing that they would have to, if they're going to do Thunderbolts, yeah. um, I don't know. Well, because, I mean, you know, they have um, uh, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus being like the Nick Fury for mm-hmm. all these um, characters. But um, did they... <sighs> Actually, no, that was another version of the Thunderbolts where where Ross was in it, right? Yeah, there's been right. a couple of them, so. Yeah, so I don't know if they were planning on having Ross uh, have anything to do with it, but, like, they'll probably have to do something different or recast yeah. Ross because uh, uh, John, uh, not John Hurt. Was that his name, John Hurt? No. John Hurt? No, 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 no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's escaping me. Oh, God. Uh, William Hurt. William Hurt. William Hurt uh, has uh, unfortunately left us. John Hurt was the war doctor. Yes. Yes. Who has also left us. Who has also left us, yes. Um, so yeah, if they if they do the Thunderbolts, uh, like, I don't know, um, or they would like the, you know, Dark Avengers, or I don't know what they'll do. Uh, uh, what what if, if they'll even have a name. I think the Thunderbolts would probably be it. Because they, they don't need... Because it could be like revealed that it's being like yeah bankrolled behind the scenes by ross and they could recast him who knows yeah. yeah but um but yeah so i mean 
backtracking back to, to Ms. Marvel. I'm yeah. really looking forward to where this goes and I'm looking forward to where the character goes from here. Yeah, I think I think it'll be great. And I think there's a lot that they, they can do with it. And I think I can't wait to see what they do at the end. Mm. They, they've been surprising me with every one of these shows. Absolutely. Obi-Wan, Mandalorian, like mm. Disney Plus, you, you have my money for another year or two at least. It's, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, before we wrap up here, I do want to touch on one other thing that I just read about today. Okay. And it's excellent news. Okay. So you know how they introduced the character of Echo in Hawkeye? Yeah. And she's getting her own spinoff series. Mm-hmm. I just read a report today. Both Kingpin, Vincent mm-hmm. D'Onofrio, and Charlie Cox, oh, nice. Daredevil, are going right. to be featured in the Echo TV series. All right, cool. Which is just... Just fantastic news. It's nice that the Netflix stuff is finally being really folded in mm. um, again with with Kingpin and a little bit more Charlie Cox, too. And there may be more of the Netflix uh, Marvel uh, characters coming back, too, because, of course, like rumors are starting to swirl now because on Disney Plus, they changed the title card for Jessica Jones to AKA Jessica Jones. Oh. So that's like causing rumors of like, okay, well maybe she's gonna come back back. too. And rumor has it that part of of Daredevil's um, arc in Echo, on top of probably dealing with both Echo and Kingpin, Kingpin, is he's searching for a missing Jessica Jones. That's the rumor. We'll find out if that's what's actually gonna pan out. Hopefully. Because Echo is not going to be premiering until 2023, oh, which geez. at this point we're just six months away from 2023 anyway. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually uh, July, uh, August, mm. September, October, November. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Six months away. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like really good Marvel things and uh, coming up soon, and 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 you know more Star Wars stuff coming up soon with Andor too. So you know August is going to be pretty good. I think can't wait, can't can't wait to be wait. talking about all that stuff. But uh, yeah, anything else before we uh, cut off for the day? For the week? We're on vacation, man. Yeah, we're on vacation. Let's get back to it. All right. Uh, This has been a week too late. I'm Charlie. This this is Jim. And uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.